Welcome to the DL. This is the show where we talk about everything in the truck and equipment repair industry. It's my job to help inform and educate you on ways to help your business. We talk with technicians, business owners, associations, industry experts, manufacturers, and even a few you wouldn't think traditionally apply to your business. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The DL. I am your host, Tyler Robertson, also the CEO and founder of Diesel Laptops. Thank you for taking the time to listen today or watch us if you're on YouTube. And today is going to be an interesting one. So I've grown my company. I've been about doing this about six years now. And today I have someone with me who has been there almost since the start. Mm-hmm. And uh, today is really her last day, essentially. <laughs> so uh, with all that said, I'd like to welcome Leah to the show, our soon-to-be ex-marketing manager. Thank you. So we finally get you like in front of the camera, not behind the camera, right? After all these webinars, podcasts. I mean, it. you look back on it, we've created, you've created a lot of content over the last, well, how many, how, how long has it been here since you started? So I started in September of 2017. Okay. So almost, so four years. What, what building were we in then? So we were in the Lexington building. Um, I refer to it as, I guess, building number two. Okay. Um, yep. So the one over there, um, by Luce's. So, so we must have had about 20-ish employees, so give I was, or take? I think about employee number 23. 23. Yep. What, what did I even hire you for at first? Like, what was your, what was it? So I actually knew someone that worked for you. Yeah. And um, she came to me and said, you know, I think that Tyler's looking for a marketing person. You should really, um, you know, come meet with him. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I have small kids. Like, I don't know if this is the time for me. But I did end up meeting with you. And you were like, I think that I, I you were like, I need a marketing person, but I think it's a part-time job. <laughs> And so I said, okay, I can work 20 hours a week, 10 of those in the office, 10 of those from home. And you were like, fine, let's do it. Um, And so you just basically, at that point, it was just, you know, handling some some trade shows, handling some uh, marketing email blasts, um, and kind of getting some more niched campaigns. I remember we started with mining. Yeah. Um, I I don't remember how, how did you even get to go full-time? Was it even a conversation or just... No, 10 turned to 20, turned 30, turned it to... It did. Yeah. And then, um, you know, when my youngest daughter went to kindergarten... That's right. I remember just, that. Yeah. Um, I had the day free. So yeah. I just went full time. So back then, um, you know, a lot of our strategy at that point was internet advertising mm-hmm. and trade shows. So do you remember the first trade show you did for us? And had you ever done a trade show before on the market? I mean, I, you, you said earlier you attended one. I used to attend trade shows at my prior job, but I had never been on the logistics end of it, yeah. um, which is a whole new ballgame. Yeah. Um, and the first trade show that I ever did was TMC, yeah. which is in Atlanta, which is one of the biggest ones that we yeah. attend. Um, and it was a lot. I went, it was me and Carlton. I don't know if you remember. I remember we, Carlton, video guy, we yeah. We loaded up the diesel laptops truck, the yeah. back of it, and yeah. we took ourselves down to Atlanta and set it up. So that was the first one. There must have been a small, we were probably in a small booth We back were in then. a 10 by 20. 10 by, oh, so we were, we, okay, that, that was, was our second our, year then. Yeah, yep, so our first our, year was a small little back corner at TMC. So this and, was, we yeah. thought we were big time. <laughs> we were, we were uh, 10 by 20. So, but yeah, that one, and then I went to Matt's that same year. You know, and I, I think you, you know, last year was COVID, mm-hmm. right? So that first year we probably did a handful of trade shows. What was, at our peak, do you remember how many trade shows we did pre-COVID? I'd say probably, between 20 and 25 in yeah. a year. I mean, that's like one every other week, yep. essentially. And they weren't all big, but they were all, um, you know, it's funny, big or small, they all kind of um, entail the same <laughs> logistics. Yeah. Um, not as much, you know, they are setting stuff up, but, you know, on the front end, it's 
it's a process. So, so the story I've told here a couple times, you know, through various various areas. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, is you know we were spending a lot of money at trade shows. I don't remember what it was, you three, four, five hundred. It was it was something ridiculous, <laughs> yeah, right? It was a lot. And we we thought we had to do it, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody did it. And then COVID happened, and we we paused it all. And we had, right. our, had our best revenue year ever. You know, so I, you know, we really haven't talked about this. What do you think we should do at Diesel? Do we do we go back to spending that much money in, at the trade shows, or do we take so, a step back? Or what, what what advice do you have as as an outgoing person here? I don't know. I mean, I honestly think that um, some of the smaller shows, I think almost like instead of us like having a booth there, I think it might be just more advantageous just to have someone there walking the show, making having conversations, attending you know VIP events and, and things like that to have the conversations. Um, you know, I think TMC and Matt's, I think, and I think we've talked about this before, I don't know that we need to go as big as we've gone, but, um, you know, it's almost what's worse, you spending all that money or a lack of presence there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's more of a branding thing, so, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, we went down the road of having more of the tailored events while we're there, and yeah. I think that's more of the way. So let's just, I, I don't think people understand how much money it costs to go to one of these shows. So if you had to add up everything, employees, the logistics, the booth, the everything you do, what does a small show on average cost? And what do you think the most we ever spent at, in, in one event would be? Um, so a smaller show, I would say you're not gonna get out of there from five to $7,000. Um, by the time you rent your space, um, you know, all, you know. Hotel, booth, travel, hotel, food, travel, food, yeah. food for everyone, yeah. at least five to seven. Um, then you're talking Marine, those are more expensive. Um, but then, you know, you get into the TMCs and, you know, kind of at our peak, um, I'd say um, our last year at TMC, we probably spent $50,000. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 25000 just for the booth, just for the real estate. Yeah. So um, easy VIP events and, you know, all we had a robot. I mean, you know. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did have a robot we out had there. We a dancing robot. <laughs> um, you know, so. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. So you mentioned the events. I think that was great. So like we did TMC, and then we said, hey, offsite, we're mm-hmm. gonna do axe throwing. And you invite in, you know, free free food, right. free food, free booze, and we throw axes. You right. know, perfect combination. Um, <laughs> but it was great to be able to yep. get people outside that environment. And you spent quality time getting to know some some potential people or building relationships more with people that you already have, which was right. I think a great thing. Um, and I think your travels actually got you outside the U.S. a little bit too. Did they? Did they not? It did. So um, Tim and I uh, went to um, Mets, which is like the biggest marine show in the world, and that was actually in Amsterdam. Um, so <clears throat> we flew over to Amsterdam and spent about uh, about five days there, and we did that show. Um, and then actually, um, Mario from Texas invited us um, out to Italy to Texas to their headquarters. So. Then we actually flew from Amsterdam um, into Italy and got to tour that. We went to Venice. I mean, so it was, yeah, it was, it was really great. We had a, um, it was very eye-opening. To yeah, no, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I still haven't been over to, you know, I know. You know Kajali's invited me to Spain. Texas invited me to Italy. There's a, there's someone in the UK that we're making great friends with over there. There, yeah, I, I need to make a you European should. trip one of these days um, and I'll see tell the you, world. Texas blew me away. Yeah, um, it's amazing. Yeah, no, they're they're top quality. Everything they do over there. Um, so you know, one of the interesting things for me, you know, as my business has been growing up here, and this actually happened at TMC like two years ago, I guess now. Um, so I'm at TMC and I'm talking to someone that's kind of in the industry. He was in the diagnostic space and now he's working somewhere else. Um, but he comes up to me and we're just talking. He goes, yeah, you know, I was just talking to some people and they're like, man, how in the hell did diesel laptops grow so fast? 
You know, they, they, they're still like, it's, it's the products, it's this, it's that, you know. And then they, he goes, uh, you know, Todd, I just cut him off. I just said, you know what it is, guys? Is they just kick ass at marketing. <laughs> and they, they're wiping everybody up with it. And it's funny because I'm behind the scenes over here. And, you know, I'm never satisfied with what we do. And right. I, I think maybe that's been part of it is we've always not been afraid to say, let's go do this a little bit different way. And one of those is online marketing. Right. So I don't think it's any big secret to tell people, but one of our best sources of sales leads is actually Facebook. For sure. Right? And I don't see anybody still in our space that, that's even trying to do that. Have you ran across anything no. or seen anything there? No. I mean, all I get is our ads. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people in our industry are afraid of online pay-per-click mm -hmm. advertising. and. Um, I know we've made some mistakes oh, yeah. in advertising on there. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, let's. There's some pitfalls to it. Um, so I don't. I don't. Do you remember when we did the Google ad? We were doing shopping ads. Yes. And I ran like a, a mo we somehow had a motorcycle tool or something. We ended up running up like a forty thousand dollars in so ads. So we were because the reports yeah. that we were getting um, just showed like a number, like a line item, yeah. and. The big picture number. The big picture number, and we didn't really, and then we, I guess, dug into it. And we're like, oh, holy cow, that's an old motorcycle. So yeah, I mean, you definitely have to. I think it's one of those things that you definitely have to keep an eye on every day, um, what you're spending and um, the return that you're getting from yeah. that. And I think we went through the whole let's let's learn about this a little bit. At first, it was like throw a little money at it, like oh, the phone's ringing, we're getting emails from people interested. And then we just started throwing a stupid amount of money yeah. at it at one point. <laughs> I, I think it was almost 100000 a it month was. that we were throwing on it. And at that time, did we even know like what our cost per lead or how much? Like we spent 100 what did we generate? Or we so no, because you know we have kind of how our ads work. They can either fill out a form or call. So that was a problem for us to kind of track that into sales. Um, and no, it wasn't until COVID. Remember when we cut our yeah. spending and then we... Um, kind of came back with with a lower amount that we said, okay, let's look at this and let's take a, a 90 day period. And, and, you know, we did find that our return was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think before, no, I mean, like you said, the phone was ringing, we were, sales were great. We just kind of let it, let it go and, and just continue. Yeah. It, it sounds like that machine, like once you start giving it money, it's hard to like yeah. stop <laughs> because you're like, wait, the phone, what if the phone stopped ringing? I but know. I remember one time, like our credit card stopped working or something. So all our ads stopped. Yep. And I remember the, thinking, oh my God, no one's going to call or email and we're going to have any sales. And then we all kind of woke up the next morning like, huh, oh. <laughs> we still had phone calls and leads coming in. Um, and I think, you know, and I think that goes back to then, you know, uh, we've been doing the ads, but, but we've also been creating the content and getting out there yeah. and making a name for ourselves. And, and so, um, you know, I think it all goes hand in I, hand. I, I think you're absolutely right. We didn't really pay attention to the fact that most people weren't Googling like diagnostic tool. They were Googling diesel laptops. Right. So I guess, you know, you look back at it, we, we probably did have to go do the trade shows and spend all that money. But now, now like one of the most competitive keywords we're bidding on is actually diesel laptops, yeah. which is which is crazy. Yeah. And everyone else is trying to use our name to go to get to the top. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it, it's funny how things flip over like that yep. as, as well. Um, so as we were as we were growing here, who was the first? I don't even remember. You mentioned the name earlier. Like, what were the first couple of marketing positions that we said, "Hey, we need to fill"? Because you're part time, rolling into full time. So where do we go? So we went with Josh. So okay. Josh was already here actually when I started. Um, I don't actually know what his position actually was, <laughs> yeah. um, but we kind of brought him on for um, like as officially part of the marketing department as like graphics and web. Yeah. So 
he started there and um, you know he would just uh, you know update the website listings give me some graphics for you know the content that we were doing um, yeah and then we we quickly learned that you know we and I think our next one was a videographer because yeah. we we realized that the power of video content um, was starting to get big so um, we hired a videographer <laughs> Yeah, and and even now, you know, with with you leaving and everything, I'm I've I've been, I'm always trying to look for that next thing, right? right? Because eventually, and we already have it today. Some people are trying to copy our business model. You know, we offered 30 day money back guarantee. All of a right. sudden, everybody else is 30 day money back guarantee. We start doing these things, podcasts, like someone, you know, they're like, oh, right. we'll do podcast. You know, so I I get it, and I, I think for us, it's always like, okay, how do we how do we just turn it up another notch and another notch and another notch. And that's why I don't get too worried about talking about things in right. public. Cause I'm like, well, that was yesterday, and right. and we're we're we got things going on for the future. But if, you know, so I think we all learned a lot. If you could look back, was there any? How far do you feel like you've learned about marketing in the last couple of years? A lot, you know, and and really, it's just from. I mean, you think about how. I mean, I won't say my age now, but think <laughs> about when you know I went to school for marketing and just how. It has changed. Um, my first job out of college was a marketing job, and it was vastly different there than here. And even to where we are today, it's completely different. The things that we're doing from what we were doing when I started, yeah. um, digital. You know, it's just everything has just evolved and, and gone in a different direction, and it continues to do that. It's you know that's one thing I'll say about marketing. You you have to keep up and be in the you know, um, what's the next what's the next thing and. Yeah, and I think people a lot of times get caught up in um, the wrong things, right. right? So at the end of the day, I keep, you know, every time I, I, I talk marketing with people, I'm like, look, their, their job is just get your name out there and drive traffic. Right. And sometimes those are two different things. There's the whole, like, we're just going to sponsor something so our mm -hmm. name's in front of people. Then there's the whole, oh, no, no, we're going to go, we're going to go throw videos and ads in front of you and throw you in a squeeze page. Right. And we're going to get you to, we're going to get, we're going to get you to contact We'd us. Like one or the, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really amazing. I mean, I, I don't even know the number. I don't know if you know the number off the top of your head. You know, on an average month, like how many leads the marketing department generates for our sales team? So right now, um, and this is just like paid by Google and Facebook. Um, right now, we're generating about 400 to 500 a month. Pre-COVID, um, you were talking fifteen hundred. Yeah. Um, at least a month. Yeah. And, and the, that doesn't even include, you know, other things that we're doing, webinars, trade shows, um, you know, all of those leads. And I think people need to understand too, not all leads are created equal. Right. Right. Because she just said we were generating three times as many leads last year, but our sales also went up right. almost thirty percent yep. last year as well. So there's there's a difference between just driving traffic. Yep. Anyone can drive traffic generating uh, high quality traffic gets to be a little more difficult. Um, and I know we talked about one of the new roles I'm opening up here is yep. that internet marketing specialist. It's like, look, we're doing great. We need to fire up the next yep. thing. We got some great strategies. I'm excited to see yeah, if those work absolutely. out or not. Hopefully they work out. Yeah. If they don't, I guess we'll try something else, right? Maybe <laughs> we'll mean, call you back. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, it, it's not all created equally. And I mean, you know, we did reduce our spend, so we reduced the number of leads, but we also dialed in that message when they when they hit that landing page, you know, so it's it the quality of the leads I think are are much better. Too. Yeah. All right. So you're you're leaving not because you're totally unhappy no. with us, right? <laughs> uh, you wouldn't be doing this podcast yeah. with me if that was the case. Um, but you kind of the next chapter of your life starting here. So I do. do you, you want to talk a little bit about sure kind of what's going on there? Um, yeah. So I am leaving to go um, help my husband in sort of our family business. So he um, his background a little bit. He was uh, worked for Oracle for a number of years and um, was in their healthcare sector. 
And, you know, he just kind of, kind of like you, um, yep. you know, he just kind of wanted to, you know, take control of his own destiny. And, and um, so he started an uh, independent insurance agency um, about three years ago full time. So well, um, let's talk about that for one second. Okay. So, so three years ago, like you're, you have young kids. How yep. old are they at this time? So three years ago, they were five and seven. Five and seven. And your husband has a good paying job at yep. a, a Fortune 500 company. Yep. He's quitting. Yep. You're part time yep. working for diesel laptops, and he's like, "We're gonna, we're, we're gonna, gonna do, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this." Yeah. So he's like, "Just trust me. We're gonna do <laughs> this." So I said, "Okay." Um, and it, and it helped. I did come on here full time. Um, yeah. once you know my kids got a little older, so, um, yeah. So he um he branched out um on his own, and you know he's just out of place that um he's growing. You know, so he. Um, he's the sales guy, he's the admin guy, he's yep. the marketing guy, he's all the things. And enable for him to grow and make more money and be more successful, um, he has to have some help um, to do sort of those those admin and marketing things. So I'm, I'm gonna go help him I, and grow it. I wanna say when I was growing my company, that was the toughest thing was bringing on essentially yep. another employee, another mouth to feed, however you want to think about it. Cause it's a scary, it's a scary thing, right? Cause like the guaranteed paychecks are, yep. are gone for you guys now. It, essentially. For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's like, you know, I also are, we're going to take a dip now I have to pay someone else, you know? Yep. So, um, so yeah, I mean the, the ultimate goal <laughs> is to, you know, grow, grow it quickly um, with, with him being able to devote a hundred percent to sales. Um, you know, to make up my salary quickly um, yeah. is is the plan. So, um, but yeah, so we're excited. Yeah. So two young kids, and you start another yet another yep. chapter. <laughs> but it honestly it sounds very familiar, not only to, to what I went through, and I think what most entrepreneurs and business owners go through. I even look at a lot of the territory managers we have. So if people are listening to this, they may not realize a lot of our territory managers aren't employees; they're 1099 contractors. Right. And they actually, we encourage them to build their own business. One of our 1099 contractors was just him to start with. Now he's got a bunch of employees right. working for him. David Martin yep. does a great job for us. Um, but it's, essentially, it's it's tough though making that making that first leap. Yep. So I, I give you guys a lot of a lot of credit. Well, it, the first leap is me. <laughs> um, and then you know ultimately, um, you know he would will will begin to hire um, personal commercial, you know the different lines of business that he does. Um, and, and have the manpower to write those deals and things like that. So that's the ultimate goal, and um, we're, we're excited. So just curious, I mean, insurance is a different business than, mm -hmm. than diagnostics, right? It is and it isn't. You're right. still selling a product to somebody, right? And you, your job then, the marketing side, right. is to go get in front of them. Yep. Do you do you think you'll do any of the traditional stuff that, that people may think of when they think marketing, like radio ads or, you know, I have flyers and so he's doing some of that now yeah. flyers and um we probably won't go radio ads um i mean i don't know i don't want to never yeah. you know never say never um but not a whole lot i mean honestly i look at it i mean we probably I mean, we're not going to start a podcast yeah. um <laughs> yeah. maybe but um we you know i think a lot of the things that we do here will carry over to there yeah. um obviously online ads facebook is really big video content yeah. um is he doing that stuff now so no, he, okay. I mean, that's our first, um, we've already kind of written the script, but that's our first order of business, like a video that we can throw out yeah. on, on Facebook and, and uh, you know, get, get the leads there. So um, he's doing some, it's just very limited because he doesn't have the time. Yeah, no, it's, it's tough wearing a lot of hats, like you said, you're doing all those things and yep. you just only have so many hours in the day yep. before you run out of you do. time to do um, stuff. And in the intro, I mean, it's much like here, you know, you're, you're juggling referral partners to, um, personal referrals to then commercial business. So it's, you know, it's a lot to juggle in a lot of different niches and avenues, so. 
So one of the things that I think we all went through while we were doing this thing was was trying to find some tools and resources mm -hmm. to help us in, in how to structure things. I think a lot of people look at marketing as this weird little thing over there and kind yep. of magical box, right? Yep. Just just give me leads is what is what yep. you want them to do. And then we found kind of story brand yep. with with Donald Miller. Do you just want to talk a little bit about your your experience with you know reading the book? I know you went to some of his some sure. of the classes. So yeah, I read the book um, and then I actually went to Nashville. Um, you sent me there for, I think for three or four days and I actually went to um, his, his workshop live, which was great. And they actually help you kind of sit down and story brand your website, which is you know kind of the first order of business. Um, and story brand is really um, about really taking the spotlight off of diesel laptops and more um, kind of making a character out of your customer yeah. and um, you know how what are their pain points really agitating that and then you know saying okay well this is how diesel laptops can guide you um, and and make sort of the customer the hero and us the guide other yeah. than saying oh look at us we're so great diesel laptops you know so Donald articulated it way better than I than I ever have but and, and he is absolutely a hundred percent right I read so many ads and see so many marketing things. They talk about the features, they talk about the benefits, yep. and every time I look at one, I'm like, nobody cares. Right. <laughs> right? And people don't understand that. Like, what do you mean they don't care? They, yeah. they don't care that it's this and that. I'm like, no, no. they care that it solves their problem. Yep. That's what they care about. That's what your marketing needs to be on. I was at a trade show and I was sitting at lunch with one of the guys and um, we were just talking about something similar. I'm like, what do you guys do? And he's like, oh, we, we built suspensions for, for trailers. I'm like, oh. He's like, well, like for what segments, right? There's small trailers, big trailers. He's like, oh, really? Like horse trailers are our big thing. I'm like, oh. You know, and we started talking to him and I'm, he explained this to me. I'm like, so really you guys basically, he's a, he basically said, look, horses, they injure their legs, right. ride, you know, their roads and all that stuff and their suspension helps alleviate that. I'm like, these are basically saving horses' lives, or, right? Sa right? He's like, yeah, I guess we are. I'm like, that's what that, that's say. what you need to say. <laughs> not 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 we have the smoothest ride. <laughs> like nobody nobody cares. Yeah. They want to they want to solve their problem or avoid their potential problem. So I, I think StoryBrand does a really great job of just explaining all that out yep. and giving some framework. It and, really does. It gives yeah. you easy framework for, and you know you know they start you with your website, but then you can really take that into like all aspects of your business. So any email that you send out, any ad that you do, it should all be under that story brand framework for sure. Yeah. Um, which is definitely, I think, really something that I'll take with me um, and use for forever. It, it really applies to any it industry. I don't, I don't care what it is. And we, we actually made all the marketing people yep. <laughs> read that book as well. Uh, I know Shauna's new here. She hasn't probably nope. been forced to read it yet, but we're going we're gonna to make <laughs> well, now her. now there's two. There's yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Um, and then we not only had our marketing people read it, but other people in our company read it as well. Do you want to kind of explain why we did that? So I guess we'll call them, I guess, product managers and others. Yeah. So like Dustin, our training manager, and um, and other people that are you know kind of over off highway and marine at the time and stuff like that. And so, um, but we work you know really. Um, closely with them and you know marketing is marketing but you know we're not diesel techs <laughs> you yeah. know and we don't know so you know having them kind of read it um, and us being able to sit down with them so we kind of formed these small little like focus groups with with marketing yeah. and um, and them and we would sit down and they would help us sort of outline that character what their problems were and but they got to see kind of what our goal was in trying to you know to put out the ultimate message so yeah I mean, at the end of the day, we've been one of the fastest growing companies in South Carolina for a number of years. 
Um, even in the United States, we were mm -hmm. top 500 there one one particular year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it gets it gets difficult to yeah. keep keep doubling your revenue yeah. when when your revenue is in the you know the level we're at now. But I, I think we have a lot of great products and services, and that that growth is obviously still continuing here at Diesel Laptops and anything. So you know, through that whole time, if if you had to go back and, and not do something again or do something differently on the marketing side, is I know I, I hate to throw like a random question out there like that. I mean, I know we made I know we made a lot of mistakes out there. I know we learned a lot. Any anything you'd kind of look at now and say, man, I wish we'd done that differently or better, or was it just all like? You, I don't think so because I yeah. mean, I honestly think that everything that we did was a learning experience. Yeah. You know, and I mean, even you know the motorcycle glitch or the you know whatever it was, everything we learned from, and it, and it wasn't easy and it was hard to stomach when you know we would make mistakes and and do things, but. Um, we learned from it and you know the next time we would just get better at it you know yeah. and do it so i wouldn't say do anything differently um i think everything you know kind of got us to where we are now yeah. you know so i people ask me the same thing about diesel laptops all the time like what would you change what would you do differently i mean we've had people steal from us yeah. we've had we've yeah. had we've lost money we've had hacker you know we've had yeah. all this stuff that's happened but at the end of the day it's well we learned and we're not going to do that do again, again and we're going to be a little bit better and a little bit stronger so Exactly the yeah. same way. The same way I would I would answer it and everything. So, um, I, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion you and your husband are going to be uber successful at this <laughs> well, whole thing you. you have going on. Um, I'm guessing I'm guessing he's going to be trying to call Vanessa here pretty soon to sell some commercial insurance, <laughs> yeah. probably right. So, so you know some people at Diesel Laptops <laughs> yep. at least get it get the name in the yep. door and everything. Um, but I just want to say I really appreciate your your time here at Diesel Laptops. Um, it, it's it, a lot of craziness has happened in the last couple of years. I, I never thought my company would get yep. here. You've been a huge part of it. Thank you. Um, I know people oftentimes don't like coming on camera like this, so I really thank you doing that, yep. especially on your last day, yeah. right? Because you could have been like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. So uh, it, it's been great having you here as part of the company. You, you definitely left a lasting impression here with everyone. So, so honestly, thank you very much for, yep. for all the time served and all that kind of stuff. Well, and thank you. You know, like I said, I mean, I'll definitely take what I learned here and I appreciate the opportunity, um, you know, from part time to, to kind of, you know, I always tell people I started part time and, you know, we ended up a department of eight, yeah. you know, so nobody expected it. Nobody really knew yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate the opportunity and to grow and, you know, I'll, I'll take it forward. So really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, and, you know, I always end it by saying, you know, it's not just diagnostics, diagnostics, right? But that diagnosis done right, that actually came from the marketing department, right? So people don't realize that there's a lot of things that go on behind the yep. scenes, trying to string this all together. Great department you put together. You left a la lasting legacy here. So, again, with all that said, this is Leah, very last day at Diesel Laptops. Thank you again. For everybody else, thank you for watching and listening. A lot more new stuff coming down the pipeline. Appreciate your time for everything. And as we end every episode, it's not diagnostics. Yep. Diagnostics. <laughs> done right. Thank you very much. <laughs>